Promise talks about Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Let's all talk about Halloween, Silver Shamrock. Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to movie number nine for our 31 days of Halloween. Today's film is called Jack Goes Home, starring Rory Culkin and Lynn Shay. And I hate this is a okay. First film, gonna kind of freeball this one. It was hard to write about. This is the first film in our 31 days of Halloween that really didn't work for me. I, I did not, there was a lot of really good stuff in it. There's a lot of great stuff in it. But overall, I left the film feeling disappointed. It didn't, maybe I was disappointed because I was invested in it. I was really invested. I really wanted to see it succeed in the expectations that I had for it. And it fell short, but it's a valiant effort and it deals with very interesting themes. And there's a lot of great sort of script story stuff. There are a lot of really great performances, especially from Rory Culkin and especially, especially from Lynn Shay. Lynn Shay is really pulling out the guns. You could tell she did a lot of character work in this film. Like she really was trying to like wrap her mind around the character I think the film suffers from like the syndrome where I, everything's syndromes, right? We have all these different syndromes, cat and mouse syndrome, like with uh, uh, Till Death and whatnot. This film suffers from plot syndrome in the sense that it's like, it's like it tries to stuff the whole film into the plot. Like the plot is laid out. And everything is stuffed into it. Well, you go, Jeff, that kind of makes sense. Isn't that how a movie is supposed to go? I mean, yes, it is. But sometimes it's at the hindrance of the characters. Like the actors are doing something very interesting with the characters or pulling stuff out with the characters. And then it conflicts with what is happening in the plot. And it just kind of like, it, it, it. the way I wrote it, the way I, I took a note here about it, uh, this film hurts itself trying to stuff itself into the plot. Characters suffer, and there's a lot of tonal inconsistency. The story is really, really insane. Dude's dad gets decapitated. Rory's dad, he's an expecting father himself. His dad gets de decapitated. He comes home to visit his mom and go to his dad's funeral, and he starts to learn these disturbing family secrets, and it's very hard to tell where, this, where it's all going. But you, there's a sense of foreboding dread that's really you know, sort of being, you know, channeled by Lynn Shay mainly. Like, she's just making you feel so uncomfortable with everything that she's doing in certain scenes. There's this sense of dread that leaves you thinking, whatever this secret is, it's going to be really bad and really disturbing, and it's going to destroy everyone. And it really did make me think about a lot of things symbolically. That's why I wanted to say, even though the film didn't work for me, it is dealing with a lot of very interesting things and it does propose a lot of interesting things. Like for instance, there's, you know, the secret is in the attic and I really love the thematic symbolism of what, what the attic represents, especially in this film. Uh, the attic is a place for forgotten things. They're usually forgotten for certain reasons and despite how they may make us feel unconsciously at certain times, the day-to-day with those things in the attic is tolerable enough. And it's best not to go up there and sort through all of these forgotten things. You know what I mean? Um, it's like 
ripping open scar tissue. You know, it can be visceral and it can brutalize you uh, unnecessarily. I wrote here, being in an attic, using this metaphor, you know, kicking up dust in the attic, it triggers allergies and causes us to sneeze over and over. It is involuntary and we have to do it even if we don't want to. It is a physical reaction. The key word being reaction. By, by shaking up all this stuff, you are creating a reaction within yourself or within the self of the character. And that is definitely what's happening here. He finds out that he has a dead twin brother named Andy, who he's going to name his son after, by the way. His son dies. There's a miscarriage. See, there's a lot of like really big sort of plot character moments that are just, they're, they're expressed or they happen and then they're forgotten. So you're starting to think, okay, is there a Jacob's Ladder thing going on? Is this like all, like psychological thriller, like all in his head and he's delusional? Like why, like it just seems, because if not, then it feels like The Room because that's literally what The Room does. And The Room in and of itself is, you know, you could kind of elevate The Room in that kind of way. Um, the two big things happen. There is, you know, pedo essay stuff and there's the murder of his, of his, of his twin brother. So I was getting like a lot of changeling vibes there, which I thought was good. Again, the idea, the kernel, the seed, the, the framing device, framing device is not the right word. The, the idea for this film is, I think really stupendous. I just felt like that there were certain things in the execution that just did not work for me as a moviegoer. Again, I feel really bad even sort of knocking this film, even in the way that I'm knocking it. It's really hard to make a film. Congratulations, to the filmmaker, for making a film. It's not easy to do. Uh, you could tell this was a passion project that a lot of effort went into it, truly. And so I tip my hat. Again, great performances, especially Lin Shay. Lin Shay! Lin Shay! She's really great in this. Um, but it just, you know, you know what? If I think if you're a screenwriter, you should watch this film because, again, it's a great sort of way to like see how you have something that might be really interesting, but maybe you need to think about how you're going to execute it or frame it in the right kind of way. I wrote here, Lin Shea is unnerving as the mother. Her propensity for volatility is hard to watch. It is an incredible performance from an actor really putting work into the character. She tells him that he would not like what he would find up there and instead should focus on the fact that his dad loved him and nothing more. And she's so right. And again, that theme is a really profound theme that's being worked into this film. I just wish it was sort of expressed in a different way. And then you have like this next door neighbor. And by the way, there's a final drone shot when we're leaving the, the film, the film ends and I was very unsat, unfulfilled with how it ended, but we see that there's no neighbors next door. So it's like, did he, did mom is, was this a continuity error or is it meant to be like, Oh, it was, it was all in his mind in the, in the beginning. And I mean, in the first place, because you know, there's this next door neighbor and he's doing Coke with them. And you know, the guy has a crush on him, the 19 year old kid, but they look the same age. So it doesn't really like the casting was a little off there. Uh, all in all, I do recommend seeing this film. I would check it out, even though I found it frustrating and, Ultimately, I felt that it, it was definitely worth a watch. And so definitely check it out. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow with another film. Peace.